Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. October the 29th, 2013. The Book of Revelation. And we welcome everyone who is uh, plugged in tonight. Uh, we're having reception problems. Um... So probably won't be able to tune in alive. What we're wanting to do tonight <clears throat> is we're going to start um, with around with around AD 30, which is how far from the fall of Jerusalem date? Does somebody want to guess? About 40 years. About about 40 years, <clears throat> and then we're going to go through. Um, uh, books on a progressive date system. We're looking at AD 30. What was the attitude about the next coming of Jesus? Then we'll skip down to AD 52, then 56 and 58 AD, and then 60 AD at uh, about 10 years away. We're going to go through this progressively and, and see if we can see and sense uh, <clears throat> a difference in the terminology that's used. So let's go to Acts, let's get right with it. Let's go to Acts chapter 3 and verse 20. <clears throat> and that he may send Jesus. <clears throat> and uh, the, the, the Christ appointed for you, whom heaven must receive. So he's talking about following the reception of heaven, of Christ. He's going to do what? He's going to send Jesus. But you see, there's no time frame. That he may send Christ, the, uh, the, he may send Jesus, the Christ appointed for you, whom heaven must receive until the period of restoration of all things. And that's a different issue. But there's a lot that uh, the, the book of Revelation is really describing to us, all the, uh, most of what's going on in that statement. But what we're after here to begin with in Acts chapter 3, verse 20 and 21, <clears throat> is that he's, he's simply saying that he's going to send Jesus, the Christ, appointed for you. He's going to be in heaven for a while, and then he's going to send him, but he's not going to do it now. So if you have the notes, it simply says what? Not yet. Not yet. All right, now let's go to 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2 and verses 1 to 3. And <clears throat> this is uh, uh, 22 years later. We have Paul speaking to the church at Thessaloniki, A.D. 52. Um, <clears throat> what did I say, 28 years? 22 years. 22. 22 years. <clears throat> so 22 years, uh, you know, in AD 30, he says, yeah, I'm going to send him, but not yet. Now we, we, skip, we skip down 22 years, and let's see what he says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Now, we request you, brethren, <clears throat> with regard to the coming, and I will need that on the interlinear uh, when we get to it, um, 
not quite there yet. <coughs> I want to read the verse and then we'll, we'll go to the interlinear. I didn't know that you had it up so quick. All right, let's go back to where we were here in verse 1. Now, we, we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and our gathering together to him. <coughs> now, that's, that's our gathering, right? Uh, no. This hour is first person, so he's talking about himself and whom else in that verse. Impossible. Um, not necessarily. First of all, we request, request whom? You. 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 And who? And then he calls that group of youans what? Brethren. Brethren. So he's talking there to the presence. Uh, or to the uh, to the church at uh, Thessalonians or Thess Thessaloniki, we we the apostles request you the brethren with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him that you be not quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter uh, spirit, message, and letter uh, it's all talking about uh, some way of expressing something as if from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come so he's saying first of all that there's going to be a coming of the Lord but not yet. You see that? Mm -hmm. Now let's look in the Greek at the first word coming. <clears throat> and you notice it's not the word erkamai as a verb. It's the it's what what word? And what form of speech is it? It's a noun. It's in the feminine gender, singular genitive, and it's the word parousia, not erikamai, which is a verb, which is a verb, um, but it's a noun, and it's referred to as the presence. And you need to make note of that. So this is not the normal usage of what we think about the second coming. It's talking about a presence and it's translated coming. <clears throat> but either way, it says it's not yet. And that's going that's the first that's the point that is making in Second Thessalonians two, one to three, that there is a time when his presence will be known by you, but what? Not Not yet. Not yet. All right, not yet. So now we're 22 years later than we were in Acts chapter 30, but it's still not yet. Now let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 29. <clears throat> we're four years later. And by the way, do we have any questions so far? Okay. <clears throat> First, first Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 29. But this I say, brethren, the time has been shortened, so that from now on those who have wives should be as though they had none. So what, what's going on in verse 29? Well, the time, the time, it has been shortened. Something is going on. Now let's look at verse 31. And those who use the world as though they did not make full use of it, for the form of this world is passing away. 
So now he is saying, beginning with verse 29, that time has been shortened. So the terminology now is beginning to change. And in verse 31, the form of this world is passing away. The time is changing. <clears throat> now chapter 10 and verse 11. First Corinthians, uh, Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 11. Now these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for our instruction upon whom the ends of the world or the ends of the ages. See, there's a key there, because some of the translations use the, way, the word world, and it ought to be the word ages, uh, ages, it's Ionos, upon whom the ends of the ages the end has what? That has come. It has come. That's different. See, that's different. Now, now we're getting this narrowed down. Now, now we're right there. We are in the ends of the ages right now. He writes now to the Corinthians. Now go on to verse six, chapter 16 and verse 22. You see the progression. It's getting more and more imminent. <clears throat> and in chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians, and verse 22, 16-22, If anyone does not love the Lord, he is to be accursed. Maranatha. What does that word mean? It means the Lord is coming. So now he comes down to the end of his book. <clears throat> And he has breast, he, he has he has uh, progressed throughout the book, and now the very last thing he says to the Corinthians here in this letter is Maranatha, the Lord is coming. <clears throat> they had seen it develop throughout his letter, and now he finishes with the Lord is coming. You are in the end of the ages now. <clears throat> Any questions? All right, let's move to Romans chapter 8 and verse 18. <clears throat> Romans 8 and verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Now, the key, one of the keys there, there's two things. And we're going to have to have the interlinear on that. But the us there is referring, the, the, the glory that is to be revealed to us is specifically referring to whom? The us of the book in Romans, and the us of the book is the apostles. <clears throat> now we can go back and document all of that. Uh, if you start with chapter 1, it's easy to just follow through the difference between the us which is the first person plural, and the you, which is in second person plural, and generally a corporate pronoun. But now, here is the second thing of most importance, folks. <clears throat> and that is, it reads in our text. It's in us, too. That's, that's good. Oh, 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 okay. Or into us. Into. Okay. And that's accurate. <laughs> and that's accurate. Uh, now, we want to we look at... Um, 
the um, verse 18, which shall wish the glory. How 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 was it? I I gave you uh, too much there, and I kind of forgot uh, what our text said. <clears throat> oh, with the glory that is to be revealed into us. But. I want you to notice, to be revealed would mean sometime possibly off in the future. But notice what it says in the Greek. <clears throat> it has the word there on the left side, which shall be revealed, but notice it's the word mellow. Yes. Right there. You see it, Alex? Mm -hmm. And that means about to happen, about to be revealed about to be revealed. When you're coming up the stairway, you're about to get to the door. You're not about to the door when you're still five miles away in a grocery store. Mela means about to happen. It's, it's like at the door, but it's more specific than that. It's about to happen. It's about to be revealed. Not yet, but it's about to be. Folks, that's important. Now let's go to chapter 13 of uh, Romans, and verses 11 and 12. <clears throat> so now he's added the word. Now, now the glory is about to be revealed through the apostles to them. Now in verses 11 and 12 of that same chapter, uh, in chapter 13 I mean, chapter 13 verses 11 and 12, do this knowing the time that it is what? Already the hour. Already the hour for you to awaken from sleep for now salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. Now that has that has all kinds of complications to it, but not really. He's not talking there about the salvation from sin. He's talking about the salvation uh, taking place with the Jewish people in the fall of Jerusalem. And now salvation is nearer to us than we, we, when we believe. The night is almost gone. The night of what? The night of Judaism. And the day is when? Near. Near. Already the hour for you to waken out of sleep. For the day is near. When Paul wrote this to Romans, you can see the progression taking place. That the, the end of Judaism was nearing. The day the day was about at hand, about to take place. Now in chapter 16 and verse 20 of uh, Romans, Romans 16 and verse 20. Chapter 16 of Romans and verse 20. Now, no, notice how he concludes the book to the Romans. The God of peace will soon crush... Well, when? 
Soon. Soon. Now you see he's added even a, a more precise time frame. Will soon crush Satan under your feet. And so all of these events that are culminating with the destruction of the temple and the fall of Jerusalem, the end of Judaism, now these terms are relating to all of those activities and and moving out of darkness into light are all taking on a more imminent situation. Now let's go two years further down the line to A.D. 60. And let's go to the word to the book of Acts in chapter 24. Uh, this is approximately A.D. 60. Uh, 30 years after where we started in chapter 3. Now we're in chapter 24 and verse 15 of um, Acts. Having a hope of God, having a hope of God, in God, which these men cherish themselves, that there will shall certainly be a resurrection of both the righteous and the wicked. Well, now that could be any time. But let's go to the Greek here and see if we can fine tune this a bit. <clears throat> I'm having a hard time getting my and, and of course the, the, down just a little bit further um, and there there is about to be see the word mellow there alright so a resurrection about to be of the just of the dead of the just uh, both of uh, both of the just and the unjust and it's about, you notice to see the meline, my, uh, meline there? Mellow comes from the word mellow, means it's about to be. So we're talking here, he is saying that there is a judgment of the just and the unjust about to do what? About to be. It's about to be. What is about to be? Same as it did earlier when we read it. It means that it's right at the door. It is at hand. And when that and it implies, correct me if I'm wrong, but when it when it when that door does open, that it's happening. It's coming. it's happening then. There's no there's no doubt about it actually taking place. There's no no doubt about it. In fact, uh, uh, in the course of those events, he says, when you see this specific thing happening, then you better clear out of town. You better get out of Dodge and move on. Things are going to happen fast. The resurrection is about to occur. The resurrection that he's talking about here of the just and the unjust under Judaism is about to, ta about to take place. Right. There is no general resur resurrection talked about in the Bible regarding Jew and Gentile. The only judgment that is a group judgment talks about what took place under Judaism before its fall. All right, let's go to Ephesians one year later in Ephesians chapter one, and that may give you something to chew on. <laughs> Usually, I uh, I get a tomato about that time. You pulled a rabbit out of, out of your hat there. 
I did? Yeah, that word that that word soon is not anywhere in the English there. It's, it's not in a, anywhere in there. Undetectable. Yep. But you can see it in the Greek. See it in the Greek. So that's why, folks, uh, if we're searching for truth, we have to look at the original language. Most of the time, we can decipher what the English is saying and get it right. But there are times when it just uh, makes it so much smoother and easier to comprehend what all is being said if you know a few things about uh, the language. All right, so we are in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 21. <clears throat> Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come, which could be a long, long ways down the line. But let's look at the Greek text and see what if it has a clue for us here. And I see that Alex has the word mellow up here, and he's just holding it there. He's hoping to find me wrong. <laughs> and I wish if, there, if we are, I hope he finds it. Don't you feel that way? If, you, if you're wrong, you want it shown to you, right? You want, if you're wrong, you want... You know, we can never be right until we choose to be wrong. I really want to see that the other way. Until we are willing to be wrong, we can never be right. You get that? That's probably a better way of putting that. We have to be willing to be wrong. Now look at this word. But also in that which is to come. Oh, that's what it says in the English. But notice the word mellow is there. It means which is about to come. Does that make a difference? Yes. That shortens the time frame up, folks, in Ephesians 1.21. Some of these are verses we haven't used before uh, in, in the use of mellow. So here we have that which is about to come. All right, let's go to James chapter 2 and verse 12. It's, it's about 31 years after Acts. So we're A.D. 61 yet, and we're getting a little bit closer. We're only nine years away from the fall of Jerusalem. Notice about to come has become more frequently used here in these texts. You'll notice that it's used also here in James chapter 2 and verse 12. So speak and so act who are to be judged by the law of liberty, for judgment will be merciful to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Now, you see that little word up there, so speak and so act as those who are to be judged by the law of liberty? Oh, we need to look that up too, because the English doesn't really give us a clue. But notice, what's the key there? What's the Greek? Soon to be judged. Soon. That is about to be judged. See that word mellow? Mel, uh, melontis is the word there. You see it? Everybody see it? Everybody see it? It's there for us. It, it's it's uh, mellow. It comes from the word mellow. It means about to be judged. So it can't mean 2,000 years not with that word, because then you'd have to take all of those words that we've got about to happen, and it doesn't work that way. Those that are about to be judged. The 
to go to chapter 5 and verses 8 and 9. So it seems that James uh, and the Christians of that day had this understanding. They, they, that's right, Neil. They had an understanding of what we're talking about tonight. Right. They had seen the progression and the change of terminology by the writings. We've missed them. That's why I want to make a special note of it tonight. And folks, we have to just keep moving here in chapter 5 of James and verses 8 and 9. You too be patient, strengthen your hearts for the coming of the Lord is near. near. Equating it with the judgment in verse 12, chapter 2, verse 12. Strengthen your hearts for the coming of the Lord is near. Now look for the word coming there. And let's see what word we've got there. Oh no! It's also a noun. It's not a verb. Coming of the Lord is the word what? Presence. The presence. The, the, the presence of the Lord. It's the event. The event. And the stationary static event of the presence of the Lord and the presence of the Lord in the judgment about to take place. And it's a singular event. That's right. It's, it's, it is. It's a singular event. And it says it draweth when? Nigh. Nigh. Right at hand. Well, let's move on. Let's go another year closer. Let's get within eight years. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 5. I wish Tanya were able to be here. <clears throat> Philippians chapter 4 and verse 5. Is anybody following me along with the notes the best you can? <clears throat> Sometimes I'm having a hard time uh, reading this. Um. <clears throat> All right. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near the folks at Philippi knew what Paul meant the Lord is near we last week we looked at how the word near was used no question about how the word near is to be understood we looked at the word quickly we understand what quickly means tonight we've introduced another new term about to take place we understand now what that means and how often it is used but it isn't always shown up it doesn't show up in the English text now let's go to Colossians chapter 2 which was about the same year in AD 62 Eight years before the fall of Jerusalem, it had already, many things had already begun to occur regarding the, the battles and the destruction of the temple. But in Colossians 
Here's what we find here. Oh, you're going to have to be careful here. Things which are a mere shadow of what is to come. But the substance belongs to Christ. Now, look at the Greek here, folks. I know most of you don't have a Greek text, and you just kind of have to count on us uh, at this point. But we, we have the Greek text up here. We have people who are reading it here in the classroom. And you notice, which are a shadow of things, what? About, About to come. About to come. Now that puts a whole slant on this thing that we may have missed. And we don't have time to do an expository of this verse, but we're looking tonight strictly for the time element here, see, which are a shadow, the things that is listed in there, you can read them, they're there, in verse Colossians 2.17, which are a shadow of things about to come. Okay? Now let's go on. Let's go three years nearer. Now to 65 A.D. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8. 1 Timothy 4.8. My, I don't know how Alex can do it. I can't work the computer that fast. <clears throat> 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8. For bodily discipline is only of a little profit, but godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promise, oh no, folks, sit down, it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Now, what would you expect now when we go to the Greek on that? Just what would you expect? Because folks, in your study of scripture, these terms will have a tremendous impact on how you look at that those verses in the future. That now is the life that now is and of that which is what? About to come. About to come. That even changes our view of, of salvation as it relates prior to the fall of Jerusalem. All right? See, it's there, folks. We're not guessing. We're not making this up. It's there in black and white. It isn't wish just something to come, your future, but that which is about to come to those people to whom he's writing. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. <clears throat> Sometimes I can't remember which verse I'm on. All right. <clears throat> 2 Timothy 4 and verse 1. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge, uh, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom. Oh, I wonder what we're going to do with that verse. Let's go to the Greek in there again. And of that which. Are we there? One second, it's loading. I charge you therefore, and, 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 and folks, I'd love to straighten out some of these verses. A lot of words are not in the Greek that are in the English, and they are confusing, but we're, what are we focused on? We're focused on the progression of the time, the imminency of the usage of time words, uh, of words. 
And <clears throat> so you notice up here, are, are we there now? All right. Um, shall judge, shall, oh, if not shall at all, what is it? That Christ, Jesus, who is what? You see it? About to judge. About to judge quick and dead, the living and the dead. That's a terrible translation. The translation in the English, folks, is terrible. I agree with Neil on that. And we, I wish we had time for more commentary, but, we'd, but you know what I'm doing tonight. You see what we're doing tonight? So here it is. It's about. Here we're getting closer. It's about to take place. Now look at 1 Peter. Let's begin with verse uh, chapter 1 and verse 5. Uh, there's no Greek here for a while <clears throat> that we need to look at. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 5. <clears throat> so, who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed. Ready to re be revealed in the last time. Isn't there a sense of urgency there? Yeah. Folks, there is. It's there. Now, chapter 4 and verse 5. But they will give account to him who is ready. See, this agrees with where we were in second, first and second Timothy. But now notice, but they will give account to him who is ready. What did we read about in first and second Timothy? About to judge the living and the dead. But now it's even closer than that. They will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. See the progression? Now, look at verse 7. The end of all things is a far, far distant vision. That's what you're thinking. That's what you're reading into this text. But it says in straight forward English, never mind you, the end of all things is near. Near. Is that in keeping with everything else we've read? Of course, now it is near. We're, only, we're within five years, folks. Look at verse 7. The end of all things... Well, we've already read, read, read that. The end of all things is near. Therefore, here is how you to live. Now verse 17 of that same chapter. 1 Peter uh, four seventeen. For it is time for judgment, for it is time. When is it time? What have we just been reading? It's right now. Right now. It is time for judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us, now those who are with us now, what will be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel of God? 
That's not referring to our time. It's referring to those people. It's going to begin with them now. There's no escaping that. And there's no escaping it in time-wise. Is that what you're talking about, Neil? All right, let's go to chapter 5 and verse 1. <clears throat> how are your fingers holding up, Alex? <laughs> you know, you need to learn how to use your nose as well. They're smoking over here. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I thought, I thought you'd gone to smoking. <laughs> All right. First uh, Peter 5.1 Therefore, I exhort the elders among you as your fellow elder and witness witness of the sufferings of Christ and a partaker of the glory that is to be revealed. Now that's worthy a look in the Greek. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a time element there that they've missed in the English? Let's look and see. There has to be. Yep. Everything else remains the same until we get down. Um, you see the word there, kai, case, maluse? What's that word? It means what? And that is about to be revealed. About to be revealed. Oh, not sometime or any time, but it's about to be revealed. All right, we jump up to A.D. 69. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 5. As I said, there is some argument about these dates, the two or three years. That can be, you know, there's some question about the dates. But it's enough that we can get the idea that as we move closer and closer to the event of which all of these verbs are referring to, we can see the imminency of those events shaping up by the words that are used to describe them. Look at Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 5. And have tasted the good word of God and the power of the age to come. Let's look at that one in the Greek. Look what it is. That is about to be About, about to come. The powers and the world about to come. You see that? Let's go to chapter 10 and verse 1. We're going to make it, folks. Well, well, we might be a couple minutes, but hang on now. We've only got four or five more verses. Um, I'm going to skip a few here because they're all um, saying the same thing. Look at chapter 10 and verse 1 of Hebrews. For the law, since it is only a shadow of the good things to come and not the very form of things. See, the shadow only became, uh, the, the law only became a complete shadow when the substance was fully in place. And that's missed by your commentary that you mentioned earlier tonight, Dio. Right. See, that's that's the little thing there. So let's look at verse 10 in the Greek and see uh, 10 verse 1. And the good things uh, that those who have tasted of the uh, tasted of God, um, and notice and and the world what and the the law 
for a shadow of having uh, uh, the law, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read this in the Greek here, uh, <clears throat> and I keep losing my place. Um, okay, so anyway, where the English says what? To come. The English says just uh, to good things to come. This says what? Good uh, things about to come. These, these things that are about to come. So they were about to come and were right, right on the verge of them coming within a year or two at the most three of them coming depending on how you date the book. Now let's go to verse 37 of chapter 10. Well, let's look at verse 27 first. <clears throat> A.D. 69, um, and we're saying, you know, give us a couple of years there. Um, but in, in um, Hebrews 10, 27, <clears throat> but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversary. Let's look at that in the Greek. And don't go too far away. We're going to come right back here. Um, <clears throat> but certain uh, looking for of judgment and fiery indig indignation devour, which is about what? Oh no. Which is about again. You see the word mellow there again? You see that? Yeah. Can everybody see that? You see that it's there. We're not guessing at it. It means what he's talking about here is about about. We're just one, two, at the very most three years from all of this taking place. Now notice verse 37 and see how he fine-tunes it just a little bit more. Yet for a little while he who is coming will come and will not delay. Now let's go to the Greek on that one. I know, again, that's another critical context, but that's not what we're after tonight. <clears throat> we're, do we have the Greek on that one? Okay, for a little while. And um, uh, that will come, will come. But notice, notice up here what we have. It's not just a little while. You see the, the Hazan, Hazan? See that? It means a very, very little while. I don't know whether I wrote that in your notes or not, but you ought to add that if you don't have it. Because the word is repeated. So now it's gone through near. The Lord is coming. The end is near. Quickly. All of these things are about to happen. And now in Hebrews 10, 37, he says in a very, very little while he will come and will not tarry. How can you possibly mistake the imminency of the coming to those people who he was writing to in 68 AD? Now let's go to chapter 13 and verse 14. We've about got it, folks. We've got just a couple more verses, three more maybe. And uh, we'll have this little study uh, wrapped up for tonight. And next week we'll be going into chapter 12 with a review. And um, we'll get back uh, into the text itself. <clears throat>
All right, in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 14. For here we do not have a lasting city, but we are seeking the city which is to come. And so we've got people all over the world looking for the city which is about to come. Whoops, I slipped in there. See, that's what it says in the Greek. The city which is about to come. And that, that's, that's how he completes. We have here a continuing city. Uh, we, we do not have, we have no here continuing city, but we have one that is about to happen just a year or two at the most before it happened in Hebrews 13 and verse 14. Now let's go to 1 John 2.8. That has to fit into the very, very little while. Oh, yeah. Because of, that was previous. And that was previous in verse 37. That's right. You see that? It can't be further away. It can't, <laughs> any, it can't be any further away than what a very, very little while is. No. And why he emphasized that with the very, very twice. You know, he means... So, the time is so short, folks, because it's, it's you know, it's a, probably less than a year. But we'll give it a year or two. Because there is some question about the dating. First, uh, John chapter two and verse eight. I can't find verse eight. On the other hand. Oh, okay. On the other hand, I am writing a new commandment to you, which is true in him and in, or in among you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining just before the end. The temple destroyed. Jerusalem destroyed. Now, verse 17 of that same chapter. The world is passing away right before your eyes, folks. And also is lust, but the one who does the will of God abides forever. Children, it is... Oh... You see, this is our last verse. It is what? The last hour. It's the last hour. And I'm going to say because of we're almost to close down, it's in the last few minutes. <laughs> it, and we all know what that means. We've got we're a few minutes over time. But children, it is the last hour. And just as you heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that it is the last hour. How can you mistake it? Because of the prophecy of the Old Testament, they knew. They knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have to remember the use of mellow in all of these texts that will be made an issue of that tonight and actually have demonstrated it um, on the screen from the program, the Greek program. We, we have to remember then the, the sense of progressive immediacy. These things were uh, close at hand even to begin with, but they just keep getting closer in time. As time moves toward that time, the language used becomes more intensified. So remember then that 70 AD is the only time in history that makes sense for the usage of these terms. 
And remember that there are absolutely no scriptures supporting the idea that Jesus is about to come today. Let's pray. Father, it's been wonderful to be in your word today. It is so clear. Give us the insight and the wisdom to understand it and to be willing to be right. In Christ we pray. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.